0: You're listening to AskDaryl.com. You've got questions, we'll get you the answers. AskDaryl.com. Hello and welcome to episode number 29 of the Ask Daryl podcast. The Ask Daryl podcast is where I your host, Daryl Girardier. Take your questions on social media, technology, and communications, all dealing with the church, and do my best to answer them in the most brief, yet hopefully thorough way possible. First off, thanks for listening to this podcast. We have reached episode number 29. And I just want to remind you, if you've got a question for me, hit me up on askdaryl.com. That's A-S-K-D-A-R-E-L.com. Or you can actually, if you want to, hit me up on Twitter. That's um, at Girardier. That's at D-G-I-R-A-R-D-I-E-R. So just a friendly reminder that if you want to hit me up with a question, I will uh, do my best to put it in the hopper and answer it with the rest of the questions that I've got going on on the running list of questions that we're going to answer on this podcast. Today actually is a question that is near and dear to me. It's a topic that's near and dear to me, but it's one that never hardly ever gets asked. Um, but it's one that's been on my mind lately, and I wanted to address it. So uh, here it goes. This is going to be about taking a digital sabbatical. That's what we're going to talk about today. And I'll tell you why it's near and dear to me and why I think we as ministers or if you're on church staff, whatever your level is, volunteer. Why we typically don't talk about this, but why I think we need to do it. First off, I think the idea of a digital sabbatical is uh, for some people really foreign. The concept of a digital sabbatical and the way I'm defining it is, is basically stepping away from email, social media, um, whatever it is that's, you know, that little device that you've got in your hip pocket and on your phone and taking a step away from those digital communications for some period of time that you designate to kind of break away and disconnect and reconnect with the, uh, outside world or the real world as some people like to call it. Um, and, and, and why I think it's important is because I think for a lot of us, um, who are on church staff or are volunteers is that it's really easy for us to go a hundred million miles a minute and not. Stop and think about what we're doing and not take time to stop and reflect. I know a lot of us, hopefully, at some point in your daily walk, have some sort of sequestered time of prayer and thought, um, meditating on God's word. However, for a lot of us, though, that's a really brief, short amount of time, and then we'll jump right back into the real world. However, I think for a lot of us, we need to um, take a further step back and kind of do some time and spend some time reevaluating. Um, how we interact with these devices and tools, social networks, et cetera. So I'm a big believer in taking a digital digital sabbatical. Um, I think the other part that makes it difficult for some of us is that some, I am not one of those people, we're extroverts. And a lot of social social media people love it because they love sharing, they love talking. And so if I tell you to go on a digital sabbatical, it's like telling you you can't talk to your friends. Um and I know that's difficult. Um it's difficult for me because even though I am not an extrovert, I'm an extremely driven person. I like to go 100 100 miles a minute, 100 million miles a minute depending on how you want to phrase it. And for me, taking time off from digital whatever that is is like not working. And so if I feel like I'm not working, then I feel like I'm being lazy, etc. So here's why I think you should take one. Um again as I said before, You've got, I think at some point you need to break away. You need to do these things. You need to do it. So it helps you maintain your, I think almost your, your balance, your sanity, especially if you're managing your church of social media, we're finding more and more society that people are trying to find ways to get away from these, um, digital devices and these social networks that are around us. You find articles. If you just Google. Restaurants or there's bars now that where you walk in and what you have to do, you have turning your cell phone because people are trying to find ways to get away from these devices. So how do you do this? How do you actually take a digital sabbatical? Well, here's a couple of steps to do it and hopefully do it well in, in such a way that actually benefits you and even those around you. If you're responsible for things in your church, IE say your digital communications or your social media. If you're going to do the sabbatical, first thing you need to do is you need to tell you need to tell everybody else around you, "Hey, I'm about to go offline for about X amount of time, whatever that is, 24, 48 hours, uh, if it's a week, whatever you feel like you need to do. You need to let your church staff know about it. Otherwise, if you go offline, they don't know about it, they're going to think something's wrong. So, first off, inform your church staff. That also, by the way, helps you keep you accountable. Uh, two, set up autoresponders if you got them. If you're taking a time off from email, just do a simple autoresponder that says, hey, guess what? I'll get your email when I get back in town, et cetera. But right now, I'm not answering email. Or if it's an emergency, contact somebody else. Um, unfortunately, you can autoresponders on social media, you can do. I just suggest that what you do is you just change your profile um, description, especially if you're on Twitter. Just basically says, hey, I'm on sabbatical. Um, and that should be sufficient enough. Uh, if you are really bad about this, one thing you can also do is the third thing you can do is you give your devices to somebody else. Um, we go on vacation. I take away my wife's cell phone. Sometimes I lock it in the hotel safe because she is a social media maven in terms of just, she is on there 24 seven. And so sometimes I've done, I've done this before where I actually took away her device and threw it in a hotel safe and locked it away because that was the only way I could get her off of email and get her off of Instagram and Facebook. Uh, number four, uh, Go to a secluded location. Go to a location, if you can, that where, you know what? Cell phone coverage isn't the greatest. Um, or you know for the fact they don't have great Wi-Fi. Some place that you know will be an easier disconnect because, to be honest with you, you're just not going to have that great of reception. Uh, number five, if you can find somebody to do it with, that would be even better. Somebody who holds you accountable to take a digital sabbatical. Somebody who will go offline when you go offline. Or even somebody who holds you just accountable to, hey, dude. You need to check out on those kind of things and and, and somebody just to to keep you accountable to something that you're going to commit to. Um, Number six is you need to document how how this makes you feel. In other words, I think you need to journal through this process because I think by journaling through this process, you will reveal to yourself some things you didn't know and didn't realize how connected you were to your devices. I think a lot of us don't know that until you take a digital sabbatical and then you realize, wow, I'm really, really connected to that social network or connected to that feeling. And that feeling, um, is, is, you know, that social networks manipulating that feeling in me. And so I need to kind of take a step back. Um, and that's a hard lesson for us, but I think if you journal, um, through those things, you can kind of actually reveal some things that you didn't realize about your situation. Uh, I think it's also not a bad idea, um, to advertise beforehand. And that is just to kind of say, Hey, look. Tell everybody, you know, you can say on Twitter, "Hey, about to step. Uh, I'm about to step away for about two weeks or whatever it is. I'll see you when I get back." Um, and I think it's okay to do that uh, and, and just publicly advertise beforehand. And the last thing you can do is you need to plan for withdrawals and just understand going into the situation that if you are really committed to social media or any digital platform for that matter, that you're going to go through some sort of withdrawals. It's going to be painful for you. Um, I can't emphasize that part enough. Uh, in fact, one of the things some of the things I learned when I went into digital sabbatical was I realized I missed the information overload. I was surprised how much I would miss that. And I miss being overloaded by information. Um, I, I kind of realized that I kind of relish the thought of having so many inputs of information coming at me. Um, I realized also that, um, I missed the interaction on Twitter, uh, with people. Uh, I didn't think I would miss that as well. Um, I also missed the fact that I could do Twitter with real-time events. The last time I took a digital sabbatical was during the last NBA playoffs, and it was really hard for me not to get onto Twitter and to see what people were tweeting live during the playoffs. The other thing is I learned had to learn how to share in new ways. So if I'd find new content, new pieces of information, a book I was reading, whatever that was, I had to turn around and go, well, how do I share that with somebody? Because I'm not on, I'm not on Twitter. I'm not on Facebook. And so that kind of really forced me to rethink how I share content. Um, it also, one of the other things it taught me was that, man, I get a lot of notifications every day. And when you turn those notifications off and you step back from those channels, you really don't realize how much that phone or your devices are pinging you every single day. And you take a digital sabbatical, you'll realize how many times during a day you're actually being Interrupted, and so those are some of the things I realized when I was on digital sabbatical, and it really brought some clarity to me about what I need to take a step back from, and what I needed to reemphasize or rethink about. So again, these are some of the things you need to think about. That's how I would take a digital sabbatical. That's the steps I would do. These are some of the things I've learned when I've taken a digital sabbatical, and then. I think for you, a very healthy thing that you probably need to consider, or at least some people on your staff need to consider um, taking a digital sabbatical, kind of stepping away from things and reevaluating your priorities and reevaluating how you approach your channels. If you've got a question for me, don't be afraid to hit me up on askzero.com. You can direct message me on Twitter. Uh, you can also use the hashtag AskDaryl. If you want to subscribe to this podcast, we're on iTunes. We're also on Android if you're one of my friends who use an Android device. or a on Stitcher, excuse me. Um, don't forget, you can also rate this podcast. And if you rate this podcast, I would greatly appreciate it. So there you go. That's the podcast for this week. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to AskDaryl.com. Don't forget, if you've got questions, go online and submit them to AskDaryl.com.